0: This whole school year we have been celebrating the 75th anniversary of St. Michael and All Angels and we have so many reasons to be proud and to celebrate. Families, generations of people, countless people have experienced God right here. They found inspiration in our worship. They have been taught to know what it's like to follow Jesus. The Friendships we have built have sent us out in the community and more and more. The impact that this church has had beyond these walls is significant. There are so many to even say that it's hard to name, but St. Philip's, the Exchange, Jubilee, we've got ministries in Honduras and in Bolivia, Austin Street, Meals on Wheels, North Dallas Shared Ministries, the list goes on and on. Everything that this church has done over these last 75 years, but we're not done. Like I said, Friday night, the best is yet to come. St. Michael has done so well over these last 75 years because of one important idea. People who have come before us in these past 75 years have chosen to follow Jesus to answer the call to follow. You see, Jesus says more often than anything else, follow me. Jesus wants us to actually take steps, to take action. And people here, those who have given us this amazing church, were more often than not willing to actually take those steps. But taking steps can be pretty difficult, and we can doubt ourselves before we take those steps. I remember in a school that my youngest went to back in Memphis there was a sign on the wall that said fail then fail better and I thought that was a brilliant sign because it really gives us the kind of clarity that we need to go take action we are called to do things that we know will not be perfect and we know we will not reach exactly the goal that we wish But to take action, to take a step, to actually choose to follow is really perhaps the most faithful move that we can make. We are actually called to do Christianity out in the world. Yes, belief is good and learning is good and prayer is good and all of those things are necessary. But if we don't actually do a thing, then what good is it? Today we hear the gospel story of St. Thomas. Now, the second Sunday of Easter, every year, we get this poor story of Thomas. And it is so sad because every other Sunday, things rotate, but for some reason, Thomas gets stuck every Sunday after Easter Sunday. And it's as if we need to be reminded not to let doubt get in the way of our faith. And it seems pretty important here, given what Jesus says. Recall what the story is. The disciples are shut away, and we hear they are shut away for fear of the Jews. And yet Jesus comes and stands in front of them. This isn't a resurrection appearance. Jesus comes and stands in front of them and says, peace be with you. But Thomas wasn't there. And so his friends tell him all about what happened, and Thomas doubts. How could Jesus actually be right here with us? He died, didn't you see? I saw. And yet they say Jesus was there anyway. And Thomas says, I just, I don't know. And then the following week, Thomas is now there with the group, is able to see Jesus, to touch Jesus, to experience the physical resurrection of Christ, and then he believed. And then we get this really judgy saying from Jesus do not doubt, but believe. Here's my problem with that. Not that I have a problem with Jesus, but here's my problem. <laughs> with that line in English, the implication here is that somehow doubting is bad. Now, there is a complexity here in the Greek that we won't get into. But in general, doubting means that you care enough to have an opinion about a thing. Like if you were care less, you would not doubt. But if you actually care, you would. And let me put a bigger question to you. Why was Thomas not in that room? We know that Jesus died. We know the word of the resurrection had gotten around to the disciples. And here in this story, the disciples are locked away in a room out of fear. Now, that does not sound like courageous Christianity to me. Where was Thomas? I would like to think, and I have no basis for this opinion, that Thomas was out doing stuff, that perhaps Thomas had been inspired because of these stories of Jesus' resurrection to go and do something, to work on something, to figure something out, to talk to people who were outside that room, yet everybody else was locked in the room. Now, being locked in that room gave them the opportunity to see Jesus in the flesh. But I do not believe that we need to criticize Thomas for not being afraid enough to be locked away in a room after Jesus' resurrection. See, Thomas doubted and Thomas's doubt actually gave him enough energy to take some action the others were not taking doubt doubt can actually give us a real amount of strength if we care enough to ask questions and care enough to wonder we might just care enough to take some action now choosing to act can feel scary Episcopalians are very good at doubting themselves. I cannot tell you how many times Episcopalians have told me that they can't do things in church. Who are we to presume to know what it means to act Christian or to lead a Bible study? God forbid, I don't know how many times Episcopalians have told me they can't do that. Or convene a small group or serve the hungry or, ready for this? Say a prayer in front of other people. Yep. Episcopalians constantly doubt that they have the strength to do these very simple things because we're afraid we're going to fail. We're afraid we'll do it wrong. Perhaps we'll even be criticized for some attempt at doing something faithful. Who are we that God would care enough to call us? Let me tell you who you are. You are wonderfully made, wonderfully made in God's image, wonderfully made in God's image so much that God would give everything to convince you that you have everything you need in order to go and be, to follow, and to do, and to take action, everything you need. Friday night, we had a little party where we had a show. And... Over 1,300 people attended our little show. And the comment that I received over and over again in the last few days is, wow, we have done so much at this church. And I can imagine, put right up there on the stage, rolling through all these different stories, yeah, we have done a lot. St. Michael has done so much, but that doing took faith and that doing took courage to potentially fail Now we know about the stuff that really worked, but I promise you there were many, many more attempts that didn't. And were those people failures? Absolutely not. Choosing to act, having enough courage to try that, that is what God is calling us to do. But I know that we're afraid to fail. We have not gotten to where we are without a healthy fear of failure that motivates us, that moves us, that compels us to act and obsess and to work really hard. And that's a good thing until it gets in our way. You see, God knows we will doubt. God made us and knows that we will doubt. We will doubt that we are strong enough. We will doubt that we are faithful enough. We are doubt that we have enough purpose. We will doubt that we are actually worthy of the love that we see in the crucifixion of Christ. And yet, Jesus is that gift, that resurrection hope, that actually shows us that God's love for us is completely over and above any failure we might have, any failure of any kind. We are worthy. Worthy of love that fills us up and gives us strength and moves us to take one little step at a time God knows that we are going to try to make every excuse in the book to not actually follow We are too busy or we don't have enough or we aren't good enough or skilled enough and today We hear a story that should not scare us into action but instead give us all the courage we need to go and do anything that we think God is calling us to do. We have been made for this moment, to look back and be inspired on what has happened over these last 75 years, and then to turn and to take steps into the next 75. We are the ones who have received the baton. We are the ones who get to run the next leg of this race. And even if you've been a little bit of a part of the race in the past, You're not done yet. You're all here breathing air, and so we can actually take more steps. And for those of you who may have just joined us in this little race, know that God is calling you as well. We are being called. You are being called. Now we have to take a little step at a time with that courage to know we will absolutely miss the mark we set our sights for. And that, that is the beauty of faith. God's calling each one of you to take a little step. Will you? Amen.